Hello, this is Steve Shirley with RNS Northeast, and this is the Clean Lab. Welcome into The Clean Life. Your host, Dave, here with Laura. And on a rare occasion, we have everybody in the studio today. So many people. This should be quite the party. Welcome in uh, Coach Lowell Whiteman with us, uh, our resident expert on all things everything. All things everything. And then our uh, uh, resident expert on everything else, Carrie Dilly. How you fellas doing? Got only at least one thing left. That, I'm okay with that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. All right. All right. Well, so today... We're going to be talking about CBD oil, which seems to be all the rage right now. Every time you you turn around, somebody's selling it or using it or asking you about it. I don't even know what CBD stands for. So hopefully we'll come out of this and I'll be more enlightened on the subject. Well, CBD, I mean, the C stands for cannabinoid. Okay. That's, that's an enzyme, you know, a protein, if you will. So it's... Uh, it's known as something that came from a marijuana plant. Okay. And there's a male version and a female version. So some of the confusion with CBD now because of the demand is that the accessibility to it can be coming from a, a male plant, hemp, because they also use the word hemp around CBD. And that's fine, but it also indicates a lack of quality. You know, the, the therapeutic benefit of CBD comes from the female plant. Now, that doesn't mean you have THC in it as levels that becomes psychotropic, you know, giving you that high. It's, it's, so CBD oil is legally available online for people to get, um, but the recommendation by most who know something about it is CBD oil and lotions and any other salts, an edible, whatever the case may be, should come from a female plant because the quality is better. So how do you know? Uh, if, if you're in a state or it's sourced from a state that has legalized marijuana, and they talk about CBD. In most cases, it's going to be a female extracted and diffused source. Uh, if it's in states, no deference to Tennessee or Kentucky. They're not legal marijuana um, states. But back pre-World War II, both states were growing hemp so that they could create the fiber that would go into creating ropes for the Navy. Um, and that was a big, many seed corn companies, like Pioneer Seed Corn Company, Funk Seed, which is now, they, they're not around anymore. But seed corn companies were asked during World War II to stop their seed corn production and start growing hemp and become a producer of the fiber to build the, build the and make the ropes because they had these huge um, storage facilities. They could string the rope up, dry it out quickly, and you know, mass produce this stuff. So long story short, CBD has roots way back before World War II from hemp and the hemp plant and the, the male version of the hemp plant. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting thing these days with CBD, whether it's uh, 
quality or not quality. And there's a rush to market. So that's why you see all this stuff out there, this, this hype. It's brand new. It's exciting. It's an entrepreneurial spirited kind of product uh, addressment. But therapeutic benefit from the, from the standpoint of an Avcare who deals in compliance of drugs and drug regulations, that's a big deal. You guys should be the primary source of distribution because you have compliance that deals with therapeutic benefit. Well, you know, it's interesting. I talked to a um, pharmacist friend, a fam- our family pharmacist from my hometown. I've called him from all over the world with different ailments <laughs> from my travels. I could always call him at home. He's always asked to take my calls and uh, point me in the right direction of just about everything. I had him on the phone a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the opioid crisis that the drug companies are going through right now. And he said that he thought, and Carrie, you can maybe speak to this if if you have an opinion on it, that that legalized marijuana may be a substitution for opioids in the future. I wouldn't completely disagree with him. That's an interesting interesting thought thought process. And he actually said exact. more specifically the military, the government. Well, you know, CBD has the one of the things that that really sticks out in my mind is you're able to heal without a habit. It's not, not it's not, not habit forming. Yeah. And the a matter of fact is the more you take it, the better it, it does or the more the better it works for you. Let's make sure that the use of the terms not habit forming and separate it from addictive. Right. C B D or marijuana is not addictive, but it could be habit forming because habit forming is psychological, it's not chemical. So you can create like I've I've got habits that I don't want <laughs> because I like it, I keep it. So CBD could become habit forming if it therapeutically benefits you. Like I use oils and, and uh, lotions on joints that have taken a beating over the years, my hands as a catcher in baseball, those kind of things. It, it helps a lot. So I don't want to disagree with you, but let's make sure that it's non-addictive because that's stronger. Uh, it's not an addictive, chemically addictive substance. It could, you, you could create a habit, not a bad habit, but it could be, it could be habit forming. You could... Almost like a crutch. Well, yeah. some people are used to using a specific eye cream before they go to bed. That that's a habit. That's correct. And I that, and I think that's the point you're trying exactly. to make. Exactly. That's the distinction. So, okay. So I'm looking down the list here of things that CBD oil is recommended for, and I'll just start with the first one. And you mentioned it, pain relief. So, do you understand how the oil in itself relieves pain? Well, the, can, the cannabinoid, the chemistry behind a cannabinoid is an anti-inflammatory compound. So how you get that compound into a place that attacks the infl- inflammation response, inflammatory responses of the body, uh, like you get bruised. That's, that, that bruise is an inflammation. Your body's reacting to getting hit, and that's an inflammation. It's sore, it changes color, all that kind of stuff. So if it's injuries from sports, those are inflammations, joint irritation, bone on bone, Anything that causes that inflammatory response of the body. Well, cannabinoids neurologically and uh, in the tissue side of things attacks the cellular structures that, that, and they block that, that pain responder to that inflammation. And in fact, because it's got both a neurological and chemical response to that inflammation, it impacts the chemistry. So that not only does the pain get relieved, the inflammation goes down. So things, for example, as sublime as a mosquito bite. If you took a cannabinoid, a CBD lotion, and put it on the mosquito bite, 
you'd have a reduction, reduction or elimination of the redness of the mosquito bite and the itching goes away. Now, the bump may still be there because that's a byproduct of the inflammation, but you don't have the irritation of the itching and the redness of a mosquito bite. And I know that from just using it and practicing it and seeing the results, as have others that I've shared it with. So that, that's a sublime example of inflammatory responses and how the CBD oil and lotions can work on it. That information is not widely understood because the practice of the use of CBD is not widely applied because of legislation and people being confused and fearful of being followed by the feds. Uh, but that also being said, CBD is under guidelines of the government. You can sell it and distribute it to all 50 states because it doesn't have the levels of THC in it that makes it uh, illegal to transport. So when you see a website from somebody like one of my one of my relationships is Empower Body Care Products, and they sell CBD across all 50 states. And it has the, le the right levels of THC in it so that it, does, it doesn't violate the law. Well, not everybody knows that. They just see, oh, because they're going to ask you if you're 21 or not, even, even on that website. They're going to ask you if you're 21. So that causes people to go, oh, my God. You, you brought up the point about the levels of THC. Too much would affect a, a drug test negatively. Correct. For that reason, I personally have had, an experience, had some experience with the hemp oil and uh, use it for, of course, in, sale, in the sales world, it's not a, every day is not a day that you walk through the, the tulips and grin real big. Some days are stressful. And I used that for stress, and it, I could tell a big difference, but I was not certain that I wouldn't show a high level of THC had I been, had I had to take a test. So, therefore, I just completely leave it alone. If, if it's a hemp-based origin of CBD, you don't have a worry because there's not anywhere near any levels. If, and if there are, it's, it's so small, it's almost undetectable by, by machinery or, or the chemistry. If it's a female-derived CBD oil combination, the, the manufacturer needs to maintain a 0.03% or lower amount of THC. Now, there are debates about how close you want to come to the 0.03 because the effectiveness of the uptake of the CBD chemicals into the system is, is better. Um, anybody who knows anything about the CBD oils or lotions will say you need to get ag good agitation in the skin. Warm the skin up. Massage it in. It's because the heat activates the absorption of the material into your system. So that's going to help the therapeutic benefit. But there's no concern. You still are going to pee just as straight as you always do. It's, it's all good. It's He's all not the good. first person I've heard say that. Okay, good. You know, that I'm just. Well, that's the reason that I'd quit using it. Well, well I, don't I, worry about I, it. I think you're good. If you can believe the integrity of the labeling, which is not well, regulated. That, yeah. There we go. That, you know, you have to make sure you're dealing with somebody reputable. And that kind of leads me back to my original question. Well, how do you know it's the right Yeah, and I would, I would, plant stay, and I would stay with people that are in states that have legalized marijuana. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not trying to say anything derogatory about Tennessee or Kentucky, but they're not legalized states. They don't have government regulatory agencies looking at the labeling, following the product production from seed to sale, as is done in, in Arizona, um, Colorado, California, all the states that have it already legalized, because they have regulations of what goes on the label. 
and they're equal to what has happened with the FDA. So even though the FDA is not regulating this, they're doing it that way so that if, in fact, the FDA comes into play, they're already compliant. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting, Carrie, you mentioned anxiety. It is known to reduce anxiety and depression. And I'm reading there was a study in Brazil, 57 men received either an oral CBD or a placebo 90 minutes before they were to undergo a speaking engagement. The researchers found that a 300-milligram dose of, CDB oil was the, of CBD was the most effective to significantly reducing stress. And it's also known for, let's see, what does it say? Uh, it, it acts on the brain's receptors for serotonin Yep, is, is what it does. Well, maybe you can't pass a drug. Maybe that's why the rock stars weren't nervous before they went on stage. That's a whole other use I'm of I'm saying, I don't know. <laughs> i tell you what, we're up against a break right THC. here. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to these messages from Avcare, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Clean Life. We're talking about CBD oil. We'll be back in just a minute. Every year, our deployed soldiers and their families spend the holidays apart, sacrificing their time with each other to keep us safe. This year, with your help, and in conjunction with the Family Readiness Group at Fort Campbell, Avcare would like to help bring some extra Christmas cheer to these unselfish families. Your participation October 10th at the Hermitage Golf Club will help serve those who serve us at a time meant for all families to be together. Go to whynotgolf.com forward slash Avcare to sign up for this worthwhile event. Sponsorships are available. Hey, this is Carolyn Hoffman. Be sure to subscribe to The Clean Life. There are new episodes available every Wednesday. All right, everybody, we are back with Clean Life. We have Coach Lowell Whiteman on and Carrie Dilly, and we are talking about CBD oil. Now, I've always been a little bit concerned about using it myself. I was a, I was an athlete in college, and obviously there you know, are NCAA regulations and all that sort of stuff that go along with it. But how are, how are we knowing that, you know, going through trusted people to supply this CBD oil, I think is probably one of the biggest concerns. And, you know, knowing the difference of how it, essentially is made. We talked a little bit about that between the breaks. Um, just kind of knowing the sort of process that has to go through, you know, seed to this uh, supplement or. Well, and, and I, I live in, in, and run my business out of Colorado, as well as going around all, all over the country, uh, talking to executive professionals, as well as uh, amateur and professional athletes. And many of them are already aware of marijuana for some the right yes. reasons, some the wrong reasons. But it's just like any good quality product. Read the label, identify where is it coming from that creates that label, and my recommendation is look at those states that are already legal, have already legalized marijuana production of product because they're under guidelines and regulations on what goes on that label. And if it's a CBD product, 
that is very restricted, restric restricted in what goes on the label because it has to stay below a 0.03% THC for it to be sold across the country through the internet. So most of the legit, well-compliant labelers of CBD products um, are selling it using the internet through websites, and they're easily trackable. You know where they're from. You, you can check the state to see if they're on the list because uh, it's all public information. You can go to the Colorado um, uh, government website for the state and look up who are the licensed providers of marijuana product in the state. So then if you see their CBD product on the internet, you'll go, oh, oh, cool. They're regulated. Well, I think that's good is getting people informed on yep. where they can actually get this product that they can trust. Um, you know, there is a big stigma around it. And uh, I know recently the FDA approved, I think in 2018, they approved something for epilepsy. So a couple forms of epilepsy can actually be reduced and helped by CBD oil and CBD products, which well, I think is awesome. And what drove that legislation to happen with CBD, especially the edibles, was the case with Charlotte's Web, which is a brand, a brand label of marijuana that was used to, to it, it, the genetics of that were specific to those neurological ailments. And it was a, a three-year-old little girl that was you know, subject to epileptic seizures. And her mom and dad, as many moms and dads would be, very frustrated with not being able to help their child. And they, she was overly medicated with all different kinds of medications, antipsychotics and all that kind of stuff at the age of three. And yet she was still getting the seizures. So when they discovered and were at their wit's end, they decided to try Charlotte's Web. Now that's an epic case. If you look right. up Charlotte Web on the, on the internet, you'll find that case and, and what happens. So it's that, those steps that got us to the point that, that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, Laura, about uh, the CBD now, um, and it also brings up a point about edibles. I would still be cautious about any CBD product in edible form, uh, because once it gets in edible form, especially if they're not in a regulated state where they're producing the product, they could put other stuff in there. Uh, if it's oil and lotions from a, from a state and a manufacturer in a state where it's legislated and legal, you're going to have a lot tighter compliance and regulations on it. Right. So it's, it's kind of like along the lines of just like normal vitamins and stuff like that. You know, yes. the FDA doesn't regulate those. Good so analogy. honestly, anything can be in, you know, yep. whatever sort of vitamin you're taking or. Uh... Go ahead. Carrie. Oh, no. I actually. <laughs> when you breathe. I, I saw your mouth open. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought that out. would be a good time to jump in and tell you guys a story. Beautiful. You always so have stories. I'm sitting. I'm sitting on a plane. The Internet goes out. It's four hour flight and I'm bored to death. My iPod's not working, and in the the seat back in front of me, apparently some young younger person was sitting there, and they left a teenage magazine. One of the articles was how acne was being treated with CBD oil. Inflammation. Yeah, I, I didn't read it, but oh. <laughs> well, I just thought it was. That's I not helpful. I go as far as looking at it, but I don't yeah. read it because if you got caught well, did, reading a teen magazine, right? It'll yeah. happen oh, tomorrow, yeah. but I yeah. haven't had acne okay. in twenty well, years. Hey, I'm looking at it right here. One test tube study found that CBD oil prevented sebaceous gland cells from secreting excessive sebum. Mm -hmm. Sebum. Yeah. Sebum exerted exerted anti-inflammatory actions and prevented the activation of pro-acne agents like inflammatory something starts with a C. <laughs> well, and that's cytokines. Yeah, that, that's another good example of the bridge between the inflammatory response in the body, both neurologically and chemically. Because when, you know, 
as if you remember our past, if we got excited about something, all of a sudden I had an acne breakout. You know, if I, you know, anything psychological or caused me to be frustrated, I would have an acne breakout, mm -hmm. right? So that's the neurological side, but it's then that chemical reaction because of the, the neurological response that then causes the pimple and all the, the stuff that goes with it. So anything that has, uh, that creates an inflammatory response, uh, CBD will have an impact on because that's the chemical nature of what it does. Um, I've even had uh, people use uh, the CBD lotion on um, uh, under their eyes during during um, their allergy season. Like uh, today, I've got raccoon eyes, you know, because I've got um, you know I'm in Tennessee, <laughs> and there's lots of stuff that's going to give me an allergic reaction. He said that with a little bit of disdain well, there. You know, it's, I, it's a little uh, in Colorado. I now I know why we look this Maybe way. just a little yeah. bit of a tone there. <laughs> well, the tone is a positive reference to be able to talk about <laughs> CBD and put the lotion under my eyes and reduce the big bags that are so large I could probably sleep on the pillows. It's there, they, so it. Inflammatory responses are, are something we all deal with. Okay, so explain to me this. I have some CBD oil. You turn me on to Empower. I got some brought in, and I, I'm a piano player by trade. And my, as I'm in my mid-50s now, my hands ache pretty much all the time. And I, mm -hmm. when I think to use it, I use it. But I'm looking at some of this research here, and I'm uh, looking at uh, could benefit heart, he heart health, and it says one dose of 600 milligram CBD oil found it reduced resting blood pressure compared to a placebo. So are there tablets with CBD oil to take like fish oil? Yeah. They, so yes. so I, you yes. see where I'm headed. I'm, yeah. I'm confused. Well, and what you're also pointing Shocking. out is the way you bring sure. anything into your body influences not only its uptake, but where is it going to go to and how effective will it be when it gets there? So anything like an injectable. That would be directly to a particular spot. But the edibles, like the tablets with an oil in it, that's going to be through the digestive system, which again, then gets into the endocrine system and the neurological responses that control the endocrine system. So it's going to be going to have an impact fairly directly versus a, a lotion or oil that you rub into a, a sore knee or your hands. Now, one of the questions you didn't really ask but implied was, if I used it more frequently, would that give me better protection or you know, improve? Yes and no. The, the yes is because it's going to get into the tissue and it resides in the tissue. It doesn't just go away. So if you're using it more often and you're applying it with some application of heat, like if you were in a sauna or a spa and you're able to add the bath salts into there. My athletes do that uh, post-game with CBD salts so that it really gets in. And they, it lasts for hours and hours and hours. So I've got guys that will do it before a game now because they – get soreness and their outfielders get soreness in their legs by just standing in the outfield for inning after inning. And, but they're, they're able to recover. They deal with the discomfort. It, it allows them to perform better, but it's not an enhancement of performance, which is what also is a question in professional athletics. Well, and I noticed that when I do use it, my knuckles swell badly. You know, and I noticed that when I do use it, the, the inflama inflammation kind of goes away. My issue right now is I can't seem to make it a habit. Well, I, I would get into, I would recommend, like I've recommended to some uh, older athletes that have retired that are diabetic now, and they have that neuro, neuropathy in their feet, or the, the neurological pain and discomfort because of your, being a diabetic. I would ask you to do a, a, a submersion in the uh, salts every night, and, mm -hmm. and that way literally sleep on it. How does you can stay in water? Oh, yeah, exactly. How does you can stay in so it really the salt, 
uh, impact gets into the system. And then, and then I, would, I would practice what dermatologists practice. Use the lotion, put gloves on, and go to sleep. It will really get into your system and stick there. And you'll, you'll feel, your hands will feel better. What kind more. of gloves? Uh, you know, it's really your choice. Michael Jackson gloves. <laughs> yeah, bedazzled. You need well, bedazzled no, I mean, gloves. Bedazzled little mittens. Uh, you say that as though that was a dumb question, no, but cotton or linen. cloth, cloth <laughs> yeah. or latex. A cotton or linen. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. see, I'm not latex. But I had to, I had to snap at you. You know, I, I mean, just that way it is. It was you teed it up. I was kind of hoping it was right there. I'm gonna go back and cut this part out. Michael Jackson. Yeah, just one. There's just gonna be a really awkward one handed attack. That sparkles. And don't say it's your right hand because that holds holds another whole topic of discussion. I'm only gonna put it my right hand. That was my left hand. Well, I don't know what you work with. I just really don't. I'm left-handed. Okay. All right, then left hand. <laughs> That's not what you came here to but tell that, us. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Not at all. Well. <laughs> I, I want to come back to something you mentioned earlier about mar- marijuana versus opioids. And one of the sadnesses about the, del- the, the, the problem with opioids is that, so, not one, so many people are taking them, and so many elderly people are taking them. And they can't get off of the opioids because it's so detrimental to their health and safety by coming off of them to be able to go to a choice alternative of marijuana or CBD. Then I don't want to turn this into a show about that, but why are, they, why are there so many people taking them? Well, it goes to the reports and the criminal cases that have already put people in jail about just seeing an economic opportunity that is hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars of opportunity at the, at the expense of people, um, and they overprescribed, and then all of a sudden that created a black market of that over, overprescription because they weren't scrutinizing. So that was it, right? That, that, that was the answer I was looking for, yeah. overprescribed. Yeah, it just— and Because I can't just walk out there and get it legally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, even if I want to get it legally, I have to have a reason that somebody, a professional, agrees with before. Are you talking about the opioids or CBD? The opioids. Yeah. No, no I understand. Yeah. So it, it, and we have alternatives. I've got, I've got elderly people that their sons or daughters say to me, hey, could you talk to my mom or dad about what you know about this from the way you've applied it? And I said, yeah, I do. And I, then I discovered that mom, who was an athlete herself, who's now a grandma, and she's suffering with knee injuries and you know, things that just chronic, she can't get off the opioids because the withdrawal from the opioid is what's the issue. It's not that getting off of it's a bad thing. It's the withdrawals create other health issues and risks for that person. That we And until you get off the opioid, you can't give them the alternative, which is the cannabinoid for the pain management. Mm. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle and circle for the, those who are already hooked. Uh, it's, it's information like this, sharing information like this, that's going to get people understanding how safe it is and how to comply with the quality. Well, they, they have another issue, too. It's, it's not just... It's not just switching from the opioid to another um, CBD. Yep. They, they have to go through the withdrawal process from not having the opioid. Yep. And that's, that's the biggest risk to their health is that process of coming off the opioid and the, and the consequences of the withdrawals. Did you? Tell you what, let's take one more quick break before we get out of here, and we'll be back to finish up with CBD oil. Got the whole gang here. We're going to take a short one and be right back.
What if I told you there was a safe way to clean and disinfect your home without using toxic or hazardous chemicals? A product that is safe for your family, safe for your pets, plus safe for your environment? Well, there is. It's new Waltz D by Avcare. Waltz D is an EPA-registered, non-toxic, hard-surface disinfectant that is safe for use in all areas of your home. Waltz D is also FDA-approved for food service and food prep areas. Using Waltz D will disinfect any area of your home or business, killing 99.9% of germs including salmonella, E. coli, norovirus, staph, and much more. Why just clean when you can also protect, disinfect, and deodorize with Waltz D? You can order Waltz D by visiting store.avcare.com. That's store.avcare.com. Hey, this is Carrie Dilly. Be sure and subscribe to The Clean Life. New episodes available every Wednesday. All right, everybody, we are coming back. We are finishing up this show now. We've been talking a lot about CBD oil and people. What about animals? It's good for them. Is it? Horses, Carrie? Absolutely. I know my, my dog, well, he's, it's going to sound bad, but he's since passed away. But he was, that, you didn't give him CBD oil, did you? Not because of that, yeah. <laughs> not in time. <laughs> but, you know, if anybody's had has a large dog, many breeds suffer from, you know, uh, fatty tumors and, you know, bumps and lumps and that kind of stuff as they grow older. And you, you can, they don't move as fast, and you, st- you love them, and you want to have them have a high-quality life. So CBD was a way for me to do that because that's all inflammatory responses. And I tell you what, Max, bef- in the two years prior to his death, he got to 15, which for a Labrador is a long life. Uh, but he was like a puppy. The what were you giving he, him? What was CBD? the dosage? Just, just a yeah, just tablet a, or yeah, oil or liquid? Uh, or? It was, uh, I gave him a tablet. Um, but I don't remember how many milligrams. I want to say there's like 100 milligrams. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a lot. But the amount of the concentration is directly proportionate to how long it lasts. It's not like you can overdose on it. Well, I'm going to need some of that right <laughs> right after this because I've got a the dog pills. I've got a lab that's about eight. Yeah, I'm starting to feel the little fatty things up under his skin a little bit. I mean, they're not bad, and I've been to the vet with him. He's fine. But he swims and runs, and during duck season, he's very okay. active. And if I can- so what you can do without tablets is you can take the CBD oil mm-hmm. and put it on their food. Really? So like a, like a tablespoon of that, just sprinkle it across their food, and you're, you're all good to go. Do you think he'll eat it? Oh, hell yeah. Well, he'll eat anything. It's food. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, well, first of all, he's a lab. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's gravy to him. Yeah, and that would be the best gravy on the planet with CBD oil on his food. Cause it, and it's, it's within minutes. It, that's how quickly it gets into their system and makes them, helps them feel good. There. So you'll see the tail. <laughs> the tail. And, we're not, and we're not talking about a high here. It's, no. It's just that they don't feel the pain, the discomfort. And Maybe it's a little youth serum. Well, yeah, with Max it was. I mean, he, mm-hmm. was, he, was, he was one of my best labs for chasing a, a tennis ball. And and for the for that time period, he was not he was not a tennis ball chaser for a while. Gave him the CBD. Brothers out there back doing it, it. yeah, doing right his thing, yeah. So and let's go ahead. I was just going to say, in the performance horse world, uh, joint health is a huge issue. 
I mean, we, my daughter, she obviously, you guys know, but she she runs barrel horses, and they have issues after so long with their joints just simply because it's hard work. And there's some there's some studies that suggest that the CBD could be helpful with, with laminitis cases and, and other joint functioning issues that they have. So it's a big deal for, for horses. And I would recommend the same thing with horses, whether it's their grain or their hay or whatever, just, just sprinkle it across that. Uh, the other thing is uh, using the bath salts as, um, in, in, you know, if you have a hoof issue, I know that with they, they have cracked feet, uh, that's an inflammation. You can just put them in a bucket <laughs> with their feet and it'll, it'll help. It'll, it'll dramatically change the condition of their hoofs. Especially in the, the early, uh, early summer, late spring, the, the morning dew is, is wet on the grass. And the, if, if you don't give a supplement that softens their, their feet, they will crack. Yep. And they're, they're prone to abscess. If you ever have an abscess in a horse's foot, one of, the thing, one of the suggestions that we're given now is after we clear the abscess that we actually soak it in a hot uh, salt bath. There you go. So, yeah. How do you get a horse to stand in a hot salt bath? Well, you put hot salt water in a bucket and put oh, his foot okay. in it. Yeah. So it's just one yeah, foot at a time. Yeah, I mean, I tried to I tried to bring him in the house once, and my wife said, <laughs> yeah, "Not that, in my bath." That would have been a nay nay. Yeah. You're going to need one of those things yeah. Michael's used to sell. We open the door and lead the horse in and shut it and then fill it up. Exactly. Yeah, horses <laughs> leave nuggets behind that I don't want in my living room. <laughs> just don't want that. So recap it for us, Coach. The, the things I'm hearing is number one, know where you're getting it from. Yes. And in particular, a state that it's already a licensed event, because that means there's regulation. There's guidance on the labeling and the, the quality of what goes into that, because they, those manufacturers have to comply with state regulations. And, t- and, you, and I heard you say that the states where it is legal and it is being grown typically have a list on the Internet that Correct. tells you whether or not this, this person is reputable yeah, if you, or if not. If you go to that state's, um, like the Colorado government, site and you you type in marijuana licensed marijuana businesses mm-hmm. you'll get a list okay it's it's full disclosure statements of who's out there who's doing their thing like empower empower body care uh products from uh, portland oregon they're listed in in the oregon business government business list uh, and and in the industry outside of the regulatory issues of licensing they also are award winners. Their peers have awarded mm-hmm. them as the best CBD product, spa product in the marketplace, uh, three years running. So well, it's coming. I mean, those things. it doesn't seem like it's going to be like a pet rock or a mood ring thing. It's, it's, it's taken off and and going to be, going to you know go from coast to coast. Well, it's, what concern? What concerns yeah, I mean, me? Because it it sounds like a fad. It's not a fad. Even though I I know it's not. What did you name your pet rock? I didn't have one. My mood ring was always black. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have a pet my, rock. My pet rock was Rocky. Rocky? Rocky. Yeah. With a little filly in there. Okay. Rocky filly. Kind of thing. We had orphan rocks. <laughs> yeah. Bring them in out of the yard. That's what we got. Well, one, and one of the things that you want listeners to remember is that the, 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 the mystics about why it's good or bad can be substantiated very clearly. There's science, there's papers being written, there's stories. Much of my experience is experiential. I've seen it happen. I've applied it. I've used it myself. I've sh- shared it with athletes. And it's, it's therapeutic in its intent. It's not, it's not a, 
it's not going to make you hallucinate. It's not, it's not an addictive thing. Um, and I think we, as, a, as a culture, we need to get over ourselves a little bit. Uh, and in many cases, we're not getting over ourselves because somebody wants to distract you so they can go make the money. I mean, when in the state of Colorado, from sales tax alone, can make in excess of a billion dollars a year on one product, on sales tax. And it's not even the income tax. Sales tax alone, that's lucrative. And it's not going away. It's, it's, here, it's just a matter of state governments realizing what they can gain and benefit. Uh, the school systems in Colorado benefit because of it. Well, sounds like to me, find you a reputable place to get it and try it for yourself. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today on The Clean Life. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Coach, for coming by and hanging out with us in studio, our brand new Avcare studio and deep in the heart of southern middle Tennessee. It's going to wrap it up for Dave, Laura, Carrie, and Coach. This is The Clean Life. We'll see you next time. <laughs>